California love, humble gold, Sasquatch, drought, Hollywood, San Diego, the Tampa of the West. All of this and more on this week's episode of All in Zanes. Podcast of Ramble and Randomness. What do we know? If I know what we know, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay? I mean, it's just... I'm just going to be more specific. The how is simple enough. It's the why that troubles me. Say what again! Say what again! I dare you! I double dare you, motherfucker! Say what one more goddamn time! And it's Mole's birthday. Oh, it is too. Yeah, he's that, forty-one too. years of age. I am so fucking old. That's not. That's not really old. Well, it's old enough. I feel like I'm eighty though. If that makes you feel any better, say that when you're eighty and see. Oh, and, and, God, then, when and, I'm then, 80, and then I'll be like, I feel yeah. like I'm 160. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah, that that that's that, today's my birthday. Happy birthday to me. Thank you. Happy birthday to you. I've made it another year. I got you something. What? This, dude, I've been here for like how long and I didn't even know yet. Well, I kept it on the side of the table. You got me. What is this? This is. <gasps> this would be a. All right, people. I can't show it to you because it's a camera in itself. It's a wise cam. Next week, I'll show you this. I'll show you our pretty faces on this camera. Not, not me. No. No reason for Ta- that uh, now. Uh, oh, uh, uh, uh. It's a. Thank you, Zane. But I just figured you. you needed to upgrade if you wanted to do whatever it is that you do you because know, that camera that you got that camera sucks. Is horrible. I agree, one hundred percent. That camera, dude. That's awesome, man. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. I love this dude. He's... Y'all need to get a friend like Zane. Nah, you do. I don't know about that. You do. He may bitch and moan a lot, but you know, I do. He's a sweet man, right down in the cockles of his heart. I know. He is too sweet sometimes, but he I, is. I He's... hate it. He, he does not like it. Thank you again, though. I appreciate. Oh, so how you been? I've been old. No, I'm, I'm doing. <laughs> I've been doing good, man. Today's uh, today's been a good day. Uh, this past week has been pretty good. I can't really complain. Well, tired. You know, we we did some work yesterday, and or not yesterday, the day before, and uh, you know, did a prom. It was good getting out again. Yeah, yeah. Especially for an event like that. It started off a little slow because honestly, I had a hard time reading these individuals. Mm-hmm. And- um, but. Come to find out, they like the same music that everybody else does. They do. Uh, wedding the music. The songs <laughs> that they can sing along and dance to that have been around for a good 10 years. Yeah, if not longer. Oh, and the cha-cha slide, And the course. cha-cha slide, you know. And, I, uh, I think I'm the only person on the planet that will leave the dance floor when yeah. a group dance comes on. Yeah. I, 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 like, I, I, everybody else loves them. <laughs> I am, like, so against group dances. <laughs> like, I like to get up, but I can't do it because yeah, that shit yeah. is a you know what? And I like the Dougie. Yeah, the Dougie's fun. I and like the, the dip. The dip. <laughs> you you want to hear a funny story about that? I the found dip? out that my cousins, my my little cousins were actually at that prom and I didn't know. My cousin Kimmy and her kids 
Well, they, they, must, they, they, they must not know you very well either. <laughs> I, had, I, I haven't seen these kids since they were little. I, that's why I said funny story. My Aunt Kimmy was like, yeah, there was their prom. And I saw pictures. I'm like, we DJed that prom. <laughs> so that's a little funny story. I don't know my relatives. <laughs> I, I don't know mine, but none of them live around here. Oh, mine live close. Yeah. I just, you know, we lost touch after the old grandpa, you know, passed away. And nobody talks to each other anymore. So there you go. But today we are playing songs. We're going to California. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you tell bro. me. Bro. Yo, bro. Bro. See, they're going bro. The dogs yeah. are into it. We're going to California for some music. Not just songs about California. There's artists from California. California's really? a happening place. Never been there myself. Me neither. Me neither. I got no care to go to LA. Nope. I would like to go to San Diego. I was thinking maybe even San Francisco. Nope. No, got no care to go to San Francisco either. Really? No, no. Well, then again, I probably got you know like that 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 hippie vision in my head. That's probably why I wanted to go. But I don't think they have that anymore, right? It's more. Oh, I'm sure. Now. I'm sure that there's still some old hippies hanging just, out, just like Woodstock. That's true. There's one or two left. They, the, the city people are trying to push them out, but there's one or two left. Freaking. But uh, yeah, so California's ain't what made you pick this topic. California. Just California. That's that's what made me pick it. He you know, just, he just it's a large state. Was incorporated in 1850 as the 31st state. I just learned that it is ranked number 50 in opportunity, which kind of surprised me, being that I thought that it was always considered like <laughs> the land of opportunity. Yeah. You know, you go to California to make it big. Right. I guess. I still want one out of 50 make it big. Which opportunities they're talking about? No. If you go to Nebraska, there's plenty of opportunity. <laughs> plenty of opportunities. <laughs> yeah. I returned from North Carolina. Yes. yes. Where uh, people yeah. seem to put on false accents <laughs> when they're from New York so that they can fit in better. You kind of have to. I don't think you they do. They don't like New Yorkers down they there. They do either. like New Yorkers down they there. They did where I was in Florida. They're, that's because they're all from New York. Yeah. So they don't like themselves. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, I was in Claremont. I was There was people down there just from Claremont. They'd never been outside of it. <laughs> you make my brain hurt. <laughs> anyway, finish your story. Fake accents in fucking the Carolinas. Yes. Yep. I'm done. Okay. Fake accents in Carolinas. He's done. done with my story. <laughs> did you have fun down though visiting your mama Dukes? I did. Good. Because I was good here last week lonely. I was shooting guns in backyards. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was cool. Awesome. I went into the Biltmore Estate, the largest private residence in the continental U.S. It is literally huge. Yeah. Oh, yes. They had a swimming pool in 1900. Oh. That is 70 um, 170 square feet and uh, had lights in it in 1900. Really? Electricity. Yep. Ooh, I don't know how to say that. Ran on right? AC and it was, the house ran on AC and DC power. Really? Yeah. So it had the 65 fireplaces. Huh. I, I don't know how they heated this place. And yeah. honestly, the, there was fireplaces on the second. I didn't, they weren't allowed on the third floor, but um, on the second it. floor. And I'm just thinking, like, they had to have a whole team of people just carrying wood in all the time to keep this place warm because the ceilings were fucking massive. <laughs> like, it was, this place was huge. Like, they, they had its own conservatory just to 
just for flowers. Really? Yeah. That they, you know, grew there. Yeah. Just so that they could put them in the house. And uh, originally it was a 125-acre estate. Jesus. And after uh, George Vanderbilt died in 1914, um, his wife, who uh, was she was she was a big caretaker of the estate. She was always she always made the itineraries for all the guests that came and everything like that. Um, she sold 86,000 acres to uh, to the federal government um, for a uh, national park. Oh wow! And after the Great Depression, well, during the Great Depression, they actually started inviting people to the estate as a uh, basically a tourist attraction. Okay. And uh, that was really, it was, you know, it was very interesting because it is the number one tourist attraction in the state of North Carolina. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's good to know. That's a little bit of information. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that was cool. I, uh, I went to a lot of gardens. You know, and I went to Lake Lore, of course, mm. you know, the, uh, the established scene mm. in one of my favorite films, which is Dirty Dancing. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why I had, I, I've got such a... Great nostalgia for this film, I, but it is—it's a fantastic. It's movie. It's a fantastic movie. It's supposed to have taken place up here, but it actually took place down south. Fun, fun fact here: um, it was originally being filmed in uh, North and South Carolina. It, there was actually a boys' camp mm-hmm. not too far from uh, Lake Lore, where the iconic the iconic scene of the dancing in the lake, yes. where they were practicing their moves in the lake, was shot there. But the problem is, they didn't realize. Um, that it does get cold down there, <laughs> yeah. and the the filming almost stopped on this film multiple times, oh, yeah. and they couldn't afford it, and it was still an active boys camp yep. in the summer, and they couldn't film in the summer, and uh, it wasn't making a lot of sense. Yep. So they actually moved it to Virginia, yep, and that's where they filmed most of the film. And, and supposedly Patrick Swayze got injured so bad in that. Oh, movie he did terribly. That, his, that that was what caused his addiction to pain pills later on down the line. Yeah. Uh, that's the iconic scene on the yes. log. He fell off the yeah. log yeah. and, and uh, fucked himself up, but finished yep. the movie. Yeah, that that whole handing up scene—he was hurting like a some bitch. That took twelve hours. Yes, it did. And he, oh god. Yep. So I I ate lunch at Lake Lore. Gas crisis was real. If you've ever <laughs> heard about this colonial pipeline being shut down, um, which basically was the main pipeline for all the fuel that went into the area and the lack of delivery drivers. And people being people, as they and, are. And, and not just hoarding trust, toilet paper, they're hoarding you know, gas it's, now. Yeah, it's, man, I would love to believe and have great hope in humanity. I but I have, I, have, I have a lot of faith and hope in individuals. I do not are. as groups of people. Thank you, yes, Because exactly. it, as, as, as people are concerned, if they find that there is a shortage of anything, that <laughs> they need more of it. Yeah, even if it'll go bad and, uh, before they can use it. If you just uh, you know got gas like you normally would, there wouldn't have been nearly the shortage no. that they uh, that they are experiencing. I'm still I still think that no too. prices I mean, they, would they've have gone, gone up, up not... just the same. I I looked at the trends, Marshall. I looked at the goddamn trends. The trends Where... go up every year. Listen, so these people going up these gas prices that they're going up now is stupid because they go up gradually every fucking year. Thank you. Except for last year. Except for last year, they bottomed out, kind of. They but they still... Out. But they still... They, they didn't use the same consumption. Right. You Gas know prices I, raise every fucking year, people. Get over it. Whether we have a shortage or not. No, no, yes. they actually don't. They, they basically do. They Look basically here. do. The prices rate... They, the prices here, in, in our area at least, alone. Let me, let me specify that. In our area here... 
So in 2015, do you recall that gas was close to $4? I actually don't recall the prices in 2000. <laughs> so there you go. Yep. But I do know that close to $4. everybody complains every year, and it's the same shit every year. Nope, but uh, yes, at this time of year, it is historically known that gas prices will go up uh, by average of 10 cents. Yes. That's still going up. Yes, that's still an increase in price. And then it will go down in August again. Right. And then it fluctuates in the winter. No, it just kind of sits around, and depending on the price of crude oil, which uh, in the last five years has decreased in value by... Eight or eighteen? I want to say it's eighteen. I think okay. it's more than what I what I read. I think it's like eighteen dollars a barrel. Okay, and that's because of our uh, our sweet sweet love with Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah, we love their crudeness. So that's all I have to say about that. <gasps> oh, so let me tell these people where they can find us before we start. Uh... Going off even more. They can find us at www.digitalzoneent.com. That is www.digitalzoneent.com. Uh, the socials are everywhere. Go find us. Um, sir, let me get into some music. Okay. You picked the first song. But I had your song lined up. Okay, then we'll play my song. All right. So he still picked it. <laughs> so, uh, good. Which one? Californication. Yes. Red Hot Chili Peppers, baby. Yes. The greatest band in my opinion, of my generation. And he's not lying. I so. believe they are. They can transcend space and time. Yes. And they, can wear, they can wear socks on their cocks, and they won't fall off. Double-sided tape or just sticky tips? You tell me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. It's a good question. I need little socks. <laughs> little tiny ones. <laughs>
Fixation on menstruation. That's what Anthony Kiedis does. That's what he does. Fixates on the menstruates. Yep. Every song, if you listen closely enough, all comes back to the female menstrual cycle and the blood moon or the moon blood, whatever. There's some weird stuff out there in Cali. So, Zane, did you ever see that show, Californication, with David DeCompany? 
Oh, Why don't you love me? He was a sex addict in that show. David right? Company. <laughs> he was a sex addict in the show. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was actually quite good. I, I, I watched I the, one or two Yeah, episodes. I watched like the first season of it. I remember watching it with Elizabeth's mother. <laughs> that was a uh, that was awkward. <laughs> there was a, a bunch of nudity in that show. There is there? a good amount of sex and nudity yes. in that show. Yes. I don't know if I could ever watch a show like that with my mother-in-law. Mm. It was odd. <laughs> and if you know my mother-in-law, then it's even odder. I don't think I've personally met your mother-in-law yet. <laughs> Not many have. <laughs> Paul, what are you doing? He's just wandering around, Daddy. You licking your leg. <laughs> hi, Paul. <laughs> Poe says hi, everybody. Oh, uh, but yes, California, Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know, when I when you think of uh, music from from the West Coast, I I immediately think of Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, they yeah. are. You, you I believe the greatest band that you you can't like I could go ahead and ask you oh what's your favorite song but there you you can't no there's there's too many their first album came out in eighty four yeah nineteen eighty four their last album I think came out in shit I think they actually have a newer one than Stadium Arcadium wow I I, I didn't yeah. know they were still putting out new yeah. new music like... yep the Getaway came out in two thousand and sixteen oh wow yeah that's that's pretty amazing I think. Uh, you know, Anthony Kiedis has lived through like four heart attacks, <laughs> a heroin addiction. Yeah, um, three guitar players. No, <laughs> two guitar players. Well, if there's an album we can get rid of, it's honestly one hot minute. <laughs> um, Dave Navarra did not fit well no, in the Chili don't Peppers. Get me wrong. He Dave is Navarro's a weird a, dude. He's a weird dude and a great guitar player, but he did not fit in with Chili yeah. Peppers. Yeah, not not no. Um, but I miss Hillel Slovak. Quite frankly, I used to love. When they when fight like a brave was my favorite fucking song. I don't really, know I don't know why it struck with me so much, but it did. And uh, it's, it's not even like that great of a song, but it just struck with me. <laughs> there, it, it's it's so funny. They they kind of went from more of a, a ska punk sound mm-hmm. to to the alternative rock that you hear Broody, today. Yeah, but, like, um, yeah, I love their old albums. Right up, I love all their albums. Yeah, to be yeah, honest, I, I can lo- I'm looking at their discography right now, and you know. Their uh, their self titled Freaky Styles Great Uplift the Mofo Party Plan is probably oh, yeah. my favorite of the bunch. Hell yeah, I love Uplift the Mofo <laughs> Party Plan. Mother's Milk is interesting. It's a little it's weird. rough. Yeah, but Magic Johnson <laughs> is a wonderful yeah. track. <laughs> and Blood Sugar Sex Magic you listen to front to back. Yeah, yeah, that's one. Yeah, that's in my. You know, yeah. I, I I can't even rank a top ten album list, but I think that they'd probably yeah. find their way in there somewhere, somewhere in the top ten easily. Yeah. yeah. And Stadium Arcadium, I think, is a very um, is, underrated, and it's a double album. I, I can admit <laughs> that I haven't heard much of oh, that album. Oh, it's such a good album from front and to I back. I really should yeah. listen to it. By the way, when they came back from Californication, which was an amazing album in itself, mm-hmm. and introduced a whole nother... We really didn't think that, you know, they had a hiatus there of 95, which, you know, like I said, they, we can get rid of one hot minute almost entirely. And not saying that it doesn't got some good no. tracks on it. Airplane was yeah. amazing. Flea sings a song called <laughs> P on it, which is great. <laughs> yeah, they, they had a strong... Um, uh, but By The Way came back with a really strong album, yeah. and they, they just keep putting out good music, you know? Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't hit on the Chili Peppers at all. No, not, no, not at all. Admit. Not at all. You know, you uh, know what they do. Did we want to get into wrestling now, or did we want to? I mean, you know do, what? Let's, let's do another song. Real quick. All right, we'll come back in wrestling. Sorry, this is going to take me a second now because I. Uh, is that you? I, no, I was looking at a discography. That's right. <laughs> 
That's all right. We'll get back into that. And you know you can find all these songs on oh. Mole and Zane's podcast of Rambling Randomness playlist, which now has over 630 songs on Oof. it. And uh, you can find that directly in the description of this podcast. It is a week's worth it. of music. It's a 40-hour work week yes. plus nine minutes of overtime. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> so let's... Uh, oh, oh I love that. All right, here we go. Here we go. Scroll, 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 scroll. Scroll, scroll. All right, Z, what do we got? Well, if you know, there was a beating that happened in California. A beating of a king. A Rodney uh, King, as a matter of fact. Yep, and Sublime thought that they could do a song about it. So they did. And now this song is about a riot in another state. (laughs) (laughs) But it was because of the king king. beating. So... April 29th, 
April 29th, 1992. Uh, I think Sublime would still be a huge band today. Oh, I, I think, uh, no doubt, Sublime would be a big band today. Um, and I, I, I believe they'd still be touring, kind of like the Grateful Dead. Because <laughs> their fans were crazy. Like when they were alive, they went they're, everywhere. They're, yeah, they're they're still uh, yeah. they still are. They follow the, that sublime would yep. roam around roam, uh, yep. when uh, when they go out. Yep. I mean, if, if you shut your eyes on certain songs, Rome sounds like Brad Mills, but he's not the same. I honestly think that uh, the Dirty Heads are mm. a closer version of Sublime. sublime. Than yeah, one hundred percent. I like the Dirty Heads quite a bit. I think that they do some great songwriting. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, why don't we uh, get into this little thing called What's Going On in the World of Wrestling. This is AEW, and uh, well, let's see, Zane. You had a rough week this week. I I was incredibly <laughs> ill watching <laughs> AEW. So I don't know how much you remember, uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, the show opened up with Yuji Nagata versus John Moxley for the IWGP United States Title. It was a fine ten minute match. Fine ten minute match between two dudes just beating the piss out of each other. That's all it was. It wasn't. It, I mean, it wasn't really a bad match. It was just a typical John Moxley match, without the blood. But there was blood. <laughs> but there was blood. But it wasn't like. <laughs> but it wasn't like intentional. Like go out there and like just stab yourself in the forehead. Blood when when you know, John Moxley matches happen. Um, it was it was all right. John Moxley, of course, the great know. example of what they call that strong style, which is basically just a bunch of elbows, <laughs> elbows and knees, and you know. Uh, so you know, Mox, of course, picked up the win. Because they're not going to have their, you know, former AEW champion lose on national television, um, especially somebody else's uh, uh, belt <laughs> that they want to keep on, you know, that person. So Moxley won, of course. Uh, next match happened. Uh, let's see. Uh, where'd it go? Oh, God, they're going to make me do that, aren't they? Sorry, people. I hate the internet. I got to go to the next page. Oh. Uh, should have had this written down like I normally do. Printed out on 17 sheets yep, of paper. Yep, on 17 sheets of paper. You know what does happens as well? I on technology. Digital Zone Entertainment. That Eleanor, she 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 knows how to she do it. She knows this. what she's doing. I gotta I gotta start taking fucking cues from that kid. AEW Executive Vice President Cody Rhodes makes a heartfelt speech. Oh my god, this was so fucking stupid. It was. <laughs> He's calling himself the American Dream for one night only, people, because you know. He's got to still live off of his dad's coattails. Um, nah, I can't see that. I, Cody's trying to make a name for himself, but he's not doing it right. No, um, he, he's kind of already done the whole making a name for himself, but he doesn't need to give himself 15 minutes of time to, on to waste. Um, you know, making this big announcement where he's going to fight Anthony Agogo. Anthony Agogo. Agogo. Who's going to get beaten. And yes. honestly, he shouldn't even have to get out. Get he shouldn't even be at double or nothing. No, no it's not their, yet. It's their WrestleMania of their promotion, and they're they're going to put a guy in there that basically is known for 
throwing a body shot. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's all that, he's that's done. That's literally all he's done, people. I've seen his dark matches. He's had two of them, and he throw dark, and he th- that's all he did was throw a punch, and he's done. They're booking this guy to be some kind of, like, machine. Like, when it comes to fucking... Put, machine, there you go. Put him in against fucking Brian Cage. I want to see what happens when he goes in there against the guy who's legit a machine. <laughs> Who better? Who better than Canyon, uh, Cage? But uh, next match, this match pissed me off so bad. SCU versus the Young Bucks. Uh, it was a good match. Good match, but it pissed me off. Why break up SCU nah. with the Young Bucks on TV? See, I, no, I think it was fine. I think the match was good. I think that, you know, hey, that there were guns. The, the, the booking goes the way that we knew it was going to go. Um, what bothered me was the end of the match. Right. Instead of it being a heartfelt a fair SCU match. is going to break up, we cut to the back. And we see um, Eddie Kingston Mox, and Moggs destroying a, a dressing room. The elite's like, dressing what room, What yeah. the heck was the point of that? There, there was no point. Like, they, they cut away from the, 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 the big moment between Kaz and fucking yeah. Daniels. And, and Daniels, who was... Absolutely, like he, he lost the good court of blood. I think he, he lost the good court. He was hemorrhaging out of like three spots. I think I don't know. I swear, there was so much blood coming off of him, and that happened like within the first third of the match. Like yeah. he was the whole match, just crimson. Yeah, all, all over in his eyes, all over the mat. Oh. Was, yeah, there was a lot of blood. So, so needless to say, the Young Bucks won because they aren't losing their fucking yeah. titles. And let's keep breaking up tag teams, people. Sure. No, they got too many of them. Yeah, you know, they they're do. only going to use they, six they of really them, do. and then they're going to create new, yeah. well, not new tag teams, I mean, then, but tag then, matches all Then they're the going to take people who should be a fucking solo star like Scorpio Sky and put them in a tag team. Let's With break the, yeah. them off from a tag team and put them in a tag team. <laughs> Great. That's WC, their WWE book in there, AEW. Oh, it's, it's, uh, Let's break up an established oh. tag team to put them into a shitty tag team. That's great. Awesome. Up next, Orange Cassidy versus Goddamn Fucking... This match was brutal. Puck, yeah, who, Puck. who knocks him out with a thrust kick, which we I didn't even realize till I had to go back because I, I had to rewatch that yeah. match. Like, so I, I watched it again. Oh my god! And didn't realize that. Yeah, he gets knocked out with a thrust kick, then takes one of the nastiest <laughs> looking power bombs because he was I've legit seen, out cold. I've seen in a long time. There was there was reports that and he that's, was legit out cold. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, and that's when. Pack and Audrey realized well when 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 a three count happened. <laughs> it was a legit three count, and you see Pac throw him off like, yeah. oh, that was only two. Yeah, it's only two count. Like, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you know, other than the legit getting fucking kicked in the face and knocked out, I thought it was a typical good Orange Cassidy Pac match. They now, this match before. I do. I gotta give him credit. I think that because uh, it was um, like this. The whole like I, I don't know this. This right. is uh, like it, it was supposed to be a triple threat match going into Double or Nothing anyway. Correct. From what I was understood, yes. Okay, because I was going to say you you being the expert here. Yeah, I, but, but they just had to do an audible to to get it to um the finish that they wanted. Yeah, like uh, I don't think Kenny Omega was supposed to. No, he get wasn't coming. Supposed to hit back or nothing. No, yeah. He was supposed to come after the match was, you know, like or like some other way to do that finish. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know the the like, way Orange got knocked out in the middle of the match, yeah, or towards the end of the match, whatever. But 
that that's what set off the audible, and they had to go and do what they. Yeah, had so to do. I give I give AEW props on on a great oh, audible call because that I mean, was that was a I think that was very believable. Yeah, because you could tell that after I didn't realize it was that the thrust kick that put him out. Yeah. I thought it was the power bomb because yeah, that no. power bomb was so goddamn vicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Up next, the Pinochle uh, crowned themselves. I did not see that part. You didn't miss anything. Yeah, sir. I went to bed uh, on you know that. I, I went to bed right after that. You know what you missed? You missed the inner circle coming out with a little bit of the bubbly truck and spraying him down like Austin and Kurt Angle. That's what you missed. So it was. Uh, that was terrible. That was horrible. That's, that's a bad that was idea. a waste of a fucking slot. A waste of good champagne. You know, a waste of a good bit of bubbly. <laughs> that's what it was. Um, and that's that's basically all that that was uh, that that they they did not need to have that segment. Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Jasmine Allure. Just Squash match. Squash match. <laughs> Thunder Rosa, of course. Come on now. Um, they're not having Thunder Rosa lose. They put too much stock in that woman right now. They brought For somebody her in like a beast. who's uh, who's still in two two companies. Yeah, who's somebody who's still technically a NWA contracted wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, main event. Miro. Darby Allen. For the TNT Championship, we have a new TNT champion, as it should be. Yeah, yeah. Nero. I, you know, I I don't love that they keep you know that they pick up a star that was released by WWE <laughs> and, then give and him a belt? hand him a belt. But Miro's believable, and uh, and, and got to be fair though, they didn't just hand him the belt this time. They they made him go through that shitty shit with Kip Sabian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, to kind of build him up, right? To, to give get him, him to a this little point. something, but yeah. No, he, he is well-deserving of a title, uh, the TNT belt. I think, you know, that that's pretty good. Yeah. I like that uh, That I think that what Lance Archer is going to get the shot at him first oh, yeah. here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's a that could be a good feud. I really think, I really want to see him and Brian Cage go. Oh, yeah. I think that that will be an amazing match if they put those two to together. I meat slapper. That would be fucking Well, dope. it'd be, it'd be a... And if Brian Cage is healthy, they can go, though. Like, I think that they could both put on a really good show. Because honestly, athletic. I must say that I've been impressed with Miro in mm-hmm. AEW. As an athlete, yeah. Oh, he'll go in. He's fucking brutal. Like, he makes that shit look like it hurts. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> But they just need to give him a manager that can talk. <laughs> like, their match, uh, kipping him against best friends in that uh, oh, weird the, arcade, arcade match yeah, yeah. Was, was really, it was well done. It was entertaining. It was, it was very well done. Yes, yes. Uh, especially when the, uh, I thought the best part was when Chris Tatler came out and knocked the plexiglass. In the oh, yeah, come right out of, <laughs> yeah, uh, out of the claw machine. Yeah. yeah, that, that was shit, good. That shit was funny. Was good. Good, oh. good stuff. So that was AEW this week, people. But I did say this is the world of wrestling. So we are going to head across the pond to England's own Teen Queen, the man herself, Eleanor, wrestling to give us all what's going on in WWE. Hi. 
Hi, my name is Eleanor, and today I'll be running down the week in WWE television on the Mullen James podcast of Rambling Randomness. This is going to include Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. You can subscribe to my wrestling YouTube channel, Eleanor Wrestling. Follow me on Twitter at the man Eleanor and on Instagram at Eleanor underscore underscore wrestling. Let's get started. So on Monday Night Raw, Oscar, Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke cha- took on Charlotte Flair, Shane Razor, and Nia Jax in a six women tag team match with the winners being Oscar, Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke after Alexa Bliss interfered with her voodoo powers, I guess you could call it, causing Shane Baszler's legs sort of, you know, spasm, I guess you could call it, um, meaning she took a shining wizard and got the loss, basically. Riddle tried to make Randy Orton laugh, at, laugh after basically being hit with tomatoes the week prior. MVP has a business proposition for Braun Strowman. We got Jeff Hardy versus a returning Jinder Mahal, with Jinder Mahal picking up the win. We got Randy Orton, Riddle, and the New Day defeating AJ Styles, Owens, Elias, and Jackson Riker in an eight is it eight yeah eight man tag team match with Randy Orton, RKOing Elias for the win and RKOing the New Day afterwards. We got Humberto Creo versus Sheamus, which ended in a no contest after they were both deemed unable to continue in the fight. So I just hope Humberto Creo and Sheamus are okay. Angel Garza is still bothering Drew Gulak. Shelton Benjamin defeated Cedric Alexander. Damian Priest defeated John Morrison, which meant he chooses the stipulation for his match against the Miz. And WrestleMania backlash, he chose a lumberjack match. Rhea Ripley defeated Asuka um, in a one-on-one match. This was a non-title match, but she still defeated her. Anyway, Charlotte Flair was very entertaining on commentary. Eva Marie is going to bring the evolution to Raw. And in the main event, Drew McIntyre vs. Bobby Dashley ended in disqualification thanks to Braun Strowman after he power slammed, running power slammed both Bobby and Drew. On to NXT. Karrion Cross defeated Austin Theory. Finn Balor then returned to challenge Karrion Cross in two weeks in a rematch. MSK defeated Bree Zango in a non-title tag team match. Bronze Reed and Johnny Gargano are going to face off in a steel cage match for the North American Championship in a couple of weeks. Pete Dunne defeated Leon Ruff. Frankie Monet will have her in-ring debut in a couple of weeks. Raquel Gonzalez defeats Mercedes Martinez to retain her NXT Women's Championship. Isaiah Swerve Scott introduces a new faction called Hit Row. Kylo Riley defeated Oni Lorcan. Kushida defeats Santos Escobar in a 2 out of 3 falls match for the Cruiserweight Championship. That was NXT. Finally, SmackDown. Jimmy Uso is set to face Cesaro in the main event of SmackDown. Tamina and Natalia defeated Shane Bates and Nia Jax to become the new women's tag team champions. Very happy for them. Tamina's first title in WWE, very well deserved. Big E, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens interrupted a Nigerian medal ceremony and caused a massive brawl. Rey Mysterio defeated Dolph Ziggler. Bianca Belair and Bailey had a vicious encounter, very verbal, very brutal, just a lot of face-off with each other. It was amazing. Shinsuke Nakamura versus King Corbin. King Corbin did pick up the win, but after Shinsuke Nakamura gave him the Kinshasa and put on his crown. We got Chapter 3 of Alistair Black's creepy story. Cesaro vs. Jimmy Uso ended in a, disqual- in a disqualification thanks to Roman Reigns and Jey Uso interfering, which allows Cesaro to give two neutralizers to Jey Uso, while Roman Reigns and Jimmy Uso just looked on. That was the week in WWE. I hope you guys have enjoyed this rundown. Back to you guys. Thank you so much, Eleanor. We appreciate that. Because like we said before, we don't get a chance to watch everything in wrestling these days at all. It's not Especially that I don't get a chance. I just don't. Zane just doesn't because, you know, he, he we, we have drawn a line in the sand. AEW is that side of the line that we have drawn. And uh, thank you, Eleanor. I could be wrong me. here coming up I know. next year. But... <laughs> we, we could be. <laughs> we might have to redraw that line. 
But because uh, I don't know for not for nothing, SmackDown's looking pretty good lately. And uh, yeah, I actually watched a little bit of Raw, and I I couldn't. Raw's not no. Even even WWE fans say Raw is horrible these days. But uh, SmackDown's where it's at, and NXT still, of course. But uh, so that uh, that was wrestling. Zane, what, what song are we playing now? Oh, my next one. Another group from California, yes. These guys have gone through members up and down over the years. Uh, they are known for smoking a little bit of that devil's lettuce. That's right. The, uh, the uh, cannabis, no, Cottonmouth Kings. That's right, Can- Cottonmouth Kings. This is one with- Long live the king, kings and queens. Raise your glass as I propose a toast to the long-living legacy of the Cottonmouth Kings. Long live the king. We got the game on lock We ain't going nowhere We still sitting on top We still doing our thing We still reigning supreme That's why Everywhere we go They yell at Cottonmouth We still here We got the game on lock We ain't going nowhere We still sitting on top We still doing our thing We still reigning supreme That's why Everywhere we go They yell at Cottonmouth Whoever thought these rowdy whiteys From the south of California Orange County Would still be pushing them From the top shelf and increase the wealth of the Cottonmouth family. Forever we shall stay. Put your joints to the sky and hear me when I say. Yo. But I, but I, I need a newbie. You can call me D-Ball. Only I'm a doobie. Northwest King. 
hearing us. Imperious, and I'd be curious how for so long you were never right here with us. Somebody move, nobody get hurt. You part of the kingdom, we family now. Family now, family now, family now. the album uh, Long Live the Kings <laughs> now was that a best of album no. volume 37 no 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 this was actually all original music for, uh, I swear I don't understand how a band <laughs> that, that put out like four albums in like the the early 2000s then had like seven freaking different greatest hits albums <laughs> hidden stashes yeah. and everything else I'm like what are you doing Oh, so uh, you know what? Other than my birthday today, there's been some celebrity birthdays, you know, that share the same day as me. Megan Fox, do you know who she is? She has one facial expression. She does. <laughs> I heard she was a very quiet girl growing up. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I believe it was Iowa she comes from. Really? Mm-hmm. You know what she does now? No. She hunts the paranormal. Does she really? She does. <laughs> She's all over, like, the History Channel, like, all those alien shows and shit. Yeah, dude. She, oh. She's like a Giorgio Sukalos now. She's like, aliens. Don't get me started on Giorgio. <laughs> you know, I love David Childress, but that Giorgio needs to go, man. Giorgio is one whacked out dude. Everything's aliens with him. <laughs> oh, you know who else shares my birthday? Janet. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. That's right. She's 55. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ooh, but I am for real. <laughs> you know who else? Bond. James Bond. Not 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 the which the, one? Pierce Brosnan. Oh. The only other good one, good one besides uh, uh you know uh, uh, Sean Connery. Really? See, I'm I I am a Roger Moore fan. All right, no, you know what? All right, no. <laughs> and, All right, Roger uh, Moore was underrated as Bond. I'll and give I, you that. I can't I can't say anything bad about the new ones because I've never watched James any Lazenby's... of them. But I actually hear that people like that David Craig. I kind of Daniel uh, Craig. Yeah, Daniel Craig. Yeah. Uh, like I, I I don't like I'm not a Bond fan. No, that that's why I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just I'm just not a fan of the character. I like the genre of movies, you know, spy movies. So I kind that's why I gravitated towards the Bond movies a little bit. Um, but Sean Connery was a pimp when he was Bond. Was I don't he? care. He was such a... All right. He was a little rapey, but he was a pimp. <laughs> he, was, he was a little rapey, but he was... <laughs> oh, uh, there's a couple other... Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, the Machete himself, Danny Trejo. He is 77 today. Really? Yes, he is. And... Uh, you know he wrote a wonderful book. Really? Yes. I did not know that. What, uh, do you know what it's called by off chance? What it's called? No. Nope, I can't remember. Oh, but he and, and I not, I can't say that I read it, but uh, he was on Fresh Air. Oh, dude. On, on the NPR. Oh. And he was talking about it and about how you know coming coming out of prison mm-hmm. and actually making a name for himself in Hollywood yeah. as 
somebody who was never supposed to be an actor. <laughs> no. Never. No. He, he never expected it. He was a boxer. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that look, though, man. And, and you he's, yeah, he, he, he's like, got a look. Yeah. He definitely has a look. Like, he's got to be famous for something. You know what I mean? Like, oh, and uh, the biggest and, name and, on this yeah, list. And, and, and what was created as a basically a spoof trailer then becomes a whole movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's awesome, though, man. Oh, so the the biggest name actor, obviously, on this list is 90210's Tori Spelling. She's 48 years old, people. She's a whole seven years old. That's it? Holy shit. I thought she was a lot older than that. So, uh, Tori's... David Boreanaz is 52 today. That's right, Angel from the Buffy the Vampire Slayer show. Some big dickhead fucking cocksmoker, Tucker Carlson, is 52 today. Oh, that guy? Yeah. I, he is a fear monger. He is a cock-sucking piece of shit. Yeah, there, there, there's, I'm, I, I am not a person that says that he, you know, hates people very often, but I have, I have really grown, because I, you know, I get the Fox News channel, and occasionally I will flip through, and I'll, I, I, I stop on him, and he does nothing but instill fear. Fear and he looks people. right into the fucking camera. And I don't and understand. Does like... He doesn't report news. He reports no. questions. Yeah, and it's questions that... nobody but him and his fucking constituents are asking. It's like he he asks these questions to 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 you, the viewer, and then you become fearful of these questions because he's asking ridiculous questions. Right. I don't I don't like him. No. I don't like the man. No. And you know what? He should be on this next list. I'm going to read deaths. That happened on today. But it's not going to happen right now. I'm going to read that later. Well, while you're deaf, then I'm going to pee. All right. Well, you know what? Then I'm going to say this now while Zane's taking a leak. People who have died on this day, and I respect every one of these people on this list, right down to this last guy. But the first is a man whom fooled the whole fucking world. You don't need to yell. I can hear you. I'm I'm yelling because I'm excited. He fooled the whole world, but he died. This day in 1984, at the age of 35, Andy Kaufman. Really? You're a big Andy Kaufman fan? I love what he did. He punked everybody. That whole fucking angle with Jerry Lawler. People thought that shit was real when it happened, man. Like, they they went on The Tonight Show. They played that out. Like, Andy did not break character even outside of the wrestling world when he was doing it. I did like his other character. Which, oh, um, the, 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 the Latka there from uh, Taxi? Where he was like the quiet guy. Like, no, no, did. his his alter ego. Yeah, the, the with the weird voice, the, the little accent. No, when he wore his sunglasses. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh. like, come on, you're Andy Cole. You're you're a fan of Tony him. Clifton. Tony Clifton, that's it. He had a couple, that's why I was saying which yeah, one. No, Tony Clifton. Tony Clifton was the Yeah, man. his alter ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> I'll give you that one. Yeah, Tony Clifton. You know what? Um Bob um Zamuda, I think, is his uh his manager's name, and he's played Tony Clifton more now that he's dead and he's dead than he ever did when he tried to prove that they weren't the same person. <laughs> that they weren't the same guy yeah <laughs> um sammy davis jr died on this day in 1990 everybody really sammy davis jr yes sir i oh see no i'm thinking of miles davis oh okay. like, wow no, he lived in 1990 <laughs> wow he, he he had a long if, life if peeing your pants is cool consider me miles davis <laughs> the wicked witch from the wizard of oz margaret hamilton died on this day in 1985 at the age of 82. Big Dick Dudley, American professional wrestler, died in this day in 2002. Ronnie James Dio, lead singer of Dio and uh, former lead singer of Black Sabbath, died in this day in 2010. 
And uh, in 1990, one of the best men in the world, Jim Henson, passed away on this day. One of your heroes. My hero. Literally one of my heroes. And uh, the, the, <laughs> the most epic name in racing ever in 2013 passed away. And his name, unfortunately, died, died, committed suicide. Nick, Dick Trickle at the age of 71. Yes, his name is Dick Trickle. Favorite fucking name. Don't... <laughs> Was it Richard Trickle? <laughs> Richard Trickle. Richard Trickle. But he went by Dick. <laughs> so Dick Trickle, everybody, passed away in 2003. Those were some famous people and one who should have. Yeah. <laughs> Today. We can agree on that part. So. All right, I'm going to get to my next let's song. Let's do this, man. Now, uh, I'm going to let you in on a secret. Uh-oh. This song isn't on Spotify. Nor is this song on any album of theirs. I honestly don't know why they never recorded this song <laughs> outside of, I don't even know. Like, my sister found this song for me and put really? it, yeah, and burned it. My, my sister was the one that introduced me to this Hollywood undead. Oh. Now, I have seen them multiple times on the stage um, what I thought were just kind of some silly rappers who were a bunch of white dudes, you know, <laughs> really thugging it up in Hollywood, uh, are actually very talented musicians, <laughs> every single one of them. Um, and it is a great live show. I do love their music. I can't even call it a guilty pleasure. Um, and they're still releasing stuff. I actually thought that they had long I disappeared. Bro- I thought they broke up. Yeah, I really thought that they were long disappeared. Come to find out now they've been releasing stuff all along the way. Wow. And, uh. It's all pretty good. Yeah, it's great. No, is it is it undead? No. Unfortunately, the first song that they ever really <laughs> released to the world that ended up in G.I. Joe is a banger. Yeah. And you just can't do better than undead. No. But we have played that song. Yes. Um, so I had to had to dig deep here, and there was a couple others I thought of, but I don't know. If you haven't heard this one, it's kind of fucked up. This is an otherwise noted uh, in the description. <laughs> They got me off. That's when we, that's when we, that's when we ride. That's when we, that's when we ride on these bitches. That's when we, that's when we, that's when we ride. That's when we, that's when we ride on these bitches.
I'm chasing. That's got the funny man losing his patience. Leave you dead in the ditch on Highland and Franklin. That's when we ride on bitches. You fucking faggot stitches. So don't you try with packing knives. We love you dead. What? Say what the fuck? Six years up. Now what the fuck? Sorry, people. Epitome right. of California, oh, right there. The the yeah, the six right. natives. So we're gonna have to uh, uh, put a little disclaimer in the beginning of that song. Uh, I'll edit that in. Um, Words you can't say in 2020, 21. Yeah, yeah, so there uh, was about seven of them in there. Seven, right in the beginning, like you, you as soon as it started. <laughs> oh, oh I guess good. I understand why they did leave that track off. But it's so darn catchy. It is, and it's poppy. That's when we, that's when we, that's when we ride. (laughs) Oh, well, we can't have a show about California without me spitting off rapid fire some silly facts about it. Did you know that it is the avocado capital of the world? I did not. Now, American Gods by Neil Gaiman. I think I say his last name wrong. I always want to call him Gaiman. I know that that's wrong. So I think it's Gilman. Yeah. Uh, he did say that this is not avocado country because they weren't in California. I've also said that this here in New York is not avocado country, yet I have two avocado trees growing. <laughs> One is one that's outside right now. Yes. Fact number two. The Hollywood Bowl is the largest outdoor amphitheater in the United States. I, I believe it. Okay. I didn't know about the Hollywood Bowl. I don't know anything about the Hollywood Bowl. What's the Hollywood Bowl? Where's it, that? Is it in Hollywood? Yes. Is it in Amphitheater? Yeah. It's out? That's, so. It's right there. Mm-hmm. It's right there. It ain't no Red Rocks, motherfucker, so... You got me there. That's Definitely the... got it there. 1964, San Francisco cable cars were named the first moving national historic landmark. Yes, the red car. They, they, they were... What about the... Uh... What about the duck boats of Massachusetts? Are they considered a, a historic landmark? Actually, I don't know. That's something to look into. Gotta love them duck boats. They, they, I didn't, I, I, you know, it's a, that's a very good question. Now you got me thinking about it. <laughs> well, them cable cars, man, they had a lot of hills. Mm. Got a lot of hills in San Francisco. Yes. You know? It's all hills, as a matter of fact. I think everybody that grew up in my time wanted to go to San Francisco to go to the full house. Yes. Everybody wanted to just roll down that hill in that park that Joey and Jesse and <laughs> and Uncle Danny were rolling down. But don't go there if you live, if you drive a standard and you don't have a <laughs> park. Well, I, don't, I don't drive standards. Never have. Never will. <laughs> just don't see the point of it. I, I got I got things to do with my left right? hand and my right hand. <laughs> and uh, it's like I barely be touching the steering yeah. wheel as it is. I, don't <laughs> I I am a darn good knee driver. That's right. 
Wondering what was the name of the world's largest tree? It's General Sherman. General Sherman. General Sherman is the world's largest tree. I take tree? it it's an oak. Well, no, you would be wrong about okay. that. It would be a redwood tree in California. <laughs> 275 feet tall with a circumference of 102 feet. Now, not only is the tallest tree in California, but the oldest known tree uh, that's still alive. There is a there's a couple dead trees around the world mm. that are on the ground that are uh, that they think that are older still. Okay. But uh, the Jacob tree, Joshua tree, Joshua I, tree. Yeah, I think they call the it the one you two tree. made an album uh, called. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's the one. <laughs> and number five. I ain't gonna lie, that's the only one I knew the outlet. <laughs> Death Valley is the hottest, driest, and lowest national park in the country. I always wondered. That's like. I hear that there's some good doom buggy in really in Death doom Valley. Buggy in Death some Valley. doom buggy in, and I hear that the Undertaker is from there. there. Yes, yes, yes. I, I'm pretty sure that's false. I, I'm pretty I, sure too. It's a national park, and despite its morbid name, due to these extreme and great diversity, life forms live in this park. Just five little fun tidbits. Hey. You know, it's also the. Uh, driest mm. state in this country most certainly is yep and drought is something that is real there and it's uh constant a constant battle um yeah if you think we got droughts around here you're yeah fucking, you don't no, know that there, there, <laughs> there is a serious drought out west also the sasquatch <gasps> the squatch yep yep he's prevalent around here you know i saw him down the street right yeah he was, he was like right down yesterday. there really yeah you saw you saw you yeah, saw hair care products you saw Harry down there? <laughs> He's buying bleach. <laughs> He's dying his hair. It's that time of year. He's getting the punk cut. So, sir. So, let's get my last song. Which That would be L.A. Woman, right? That I think would be so. L.A. Woman. By The Doors, one of the greatest bands to ever come out of California. Really? And, You're going to uh, start me at back at the top of the list, oh, huh? Oh, God, I love Spotify. Grab you. There we go. So, uh, you this time. let me tell you a little something about... Time. The Doors and Jim Morrison in particular. You know, he considered himself to be the Lizard King. Like of uh, the Lizard people. Yep. He could have been. He he was and and he was very. Uh, Only problem with that is though, I just don't believe that the Lizard King would get hooked on smack. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just an opinion That's piece true. there. That's true. You know, if you're the Lizard King of the reptilians, why get hooked on the junk? You got me, got me there. <laughs> Got me there. <laughs> Here we go, the doors.
Like just stoned, you know, and we're not doing anything wrong. It's just, you yeah. know, it's a good way to start the day, I guess. Yeah. Talking about John well, Mayer. John Mayer and uh, Dead and Friends coming to Bethel Woods at yeah. some point in the near I future. I like John Mayer. I like that guy. Yeah. That and was, uh, That was the Doors L.A. Woman. That was the Doors L.A. Woman. And during the, the Doors L.A. Woman song, Mobile's talking, you know, like about, about yep, he always does, and uh, <laughs> about waving penises around and getting, getting shut down. <laughs> now, this wasn't Mole doing this. You know, no, no, uh, no. Mole, while anyway. you were performing on stage, have you ever whipped your penis out? I have never because I did not want to scare the audience away. <laughs> they don't need to see anything that small. <laughs> like, that's like a dick, but tiny. What the hell is that? So that made me start thinking about, I was like, oh, I was watching this thing on this guy that would, that would defecate on stage. And I couldn't remember who the guy was. So, um, you know, of course, I, I type into the interweb, guy that would shit on stage. And <laughs> GGL, and boom, pops right up like that. Uh, and that led us down a, a short rabbit hole of, a list of the 14 wildest <laughs> things that performers have done on stage. Oh, listen to this, people. Now, this ties in with this show very nicely, because the Red Hot Chili Peppers, wearing socks on their cocks, <laughs> made this list. Just for shits and giggles, because that's what they do. Yep. So we got Alice Cooper impaling baby doll heads on shiny stores <laughs> on stage. Now, honestly, that's I, I bet during this time this was uh, surrounding him in the 70s? 70s and 80s. Yep. You know, uh, he had a working guillotine on stage, would impale baby doll heads on shiny swords, yep. and walked around with a live boa constrictor around his shoulders yeah. for most part. You know, now that wouldn't even be That's considered Halloween something. party shit. Yeah, now. like it, that wouldn't even be considered. When, you know, that wouldn't even phase you. No, have you, know? you ever been to a Guar show, people? Yeah, and I was gonna say Guar did not make this list. No, they should have. They had some of the coolest shit, man. I, I'm not a fan of their music, but they had like a circus on stage that was so entertaining to watch. I went to, to a watch. show, and I brought this girl who'd never been to a guar show before, and she had really big boobs, and she wore a white tank top. Guess who's the first person they hit with the fake semen and fake blood? Mm-hmm. He fucking erodious, his big old fake cock spray ladder. Mm-hmm. Boom! Uh, <laughs> uh, number two is one we all know of, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, oh. biting the head off a bat. On accident, by the way. The bat, The bat was an accident. Yeah, he didn't know the drugs real. weren't. He thought it was rubber to be a fair at first because the fake ones that they used yeah. in practice were rubber. <laughs> Somebody decided in the audience to throw a real one on stage, a dead one, but it was real. So they brought it from their house, apparently. It's somehow. Nothing, I, I don't know. He was snorting ants too. Yeah, he was. That was he snorting was, ants. He was doing a lot of shit. He did bite the head off a pigeon for a record contract uh, photo, though. <laughs> Sitting on some yeah. poor Number three lap. is one that we talked about there. The Red Hot Chili Peppers playing an entire show wearing nothing but socks. <laughs> now, does it mention here how they kept the socks on? Most people on this list have had substance abuse problems, which are pretty sad until you read about the things that the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> was doing on stage in the early punk funk uh, avatar. <laughs> I didn't say Avatar. I, I, was, I thought they were going to say time or right, period, right, 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 but right, right. no, they say Avatar. Avatar. Playing live in the nude in front of thousands of people, taking some, uh, taking some, <laughs> some uh, socks, you know, and it was clearly apparent through the 90s gigs that Flea even got arrested for, uh, Being. for indecent exposure. For the sock coming off. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> yep. No, they don't so say they how don't they say, kept him on. All right, people. So you, if you <laughs> do decide to leave a comment, look, double-sided tape or just sticky tips? You tell me. They but, get excited. Or tight you know, socks. Yeah, or tight, <laughs> tight, tight, tight socks. 
<laughs> uh, this was the one that I was talking about here. This guy, G.G. Allen, was an absolute nutbag. Mm. Like, so, um, he would cut himself and ate. I didn't know that he ate it, but he would eat his own feces during his performances. Oh. Oh. During his polarizing, extreme, and straight-up insane dude on this list is G.G. Allen. Polarizing. Yeah. Okay, that's not a word I would associate with G.G. Allen, but sure. Yep, one of the highlights of the politically, uh, the politi- the politicized New York punt scene of yeah. the 70s and 80s. Um, he had some, some interesting views on the world. And he would strike, stri- this was his way of striking back, according to, uh, to himself, honestly. According to himself, because that's who he talked And uh, <laughs> engaging in acts of self-mutilation, attack- attacking audience members. And covering himself with his own feces wow. during live performances. Wow. He wanted to draw the parallel between his actions and a society that was going crazy with violence. <laughs> yeah, he was also on a lot of drugs. Lots, and X-Lax, come to find out. Drugs and X-Lax. And, and that X-Lax will do you in, yeah. man, I'm telling you. This is one I did not know. Iggy Pop. He yeah. rolled around in shards of glass. He did. He was And regularly puked on stage. Another one whose music was horrible, but, you know, his stage show was excellent. He was also on Pete and Pete. Yeah, yeah. The Nickelodeon show. <laughs> yeah, he was. That's where I, that, that was my yeah. first introduction to Iggy Pop, was yep. him on Pete and Pete. I think yep. that show would do very well in this day I and think age. It would too. He also made a great uh, cameo in Jim Jermish's uh, film. Oh my God, I, it, I can remember Jim Jermish's name, but I can't remember the name of the film. Dead Man. Dead with, Man. Uh, with um, Johnny Depp. Yep. I think he was in Coffee and Cigarettes too, which was a good one. Yeah, coffee and cigarettes is all right. If the, you like long drawn out, you know. Well, I I, I love Jim Jarmusch films, yeah. but that one, um, it's really just got the one scene with uh, the RZA and <laughs> Bill Murray. Yeah, that, that was a good that scene. Is that is a great, scene. great scene. Yeah. The rest of the movie, eh, yeah. kind of, eh. Yep. So he would roll around in glass. Didn't know that Marilyn Manson, who was known for doing all types of things. <laughs> what hasn't Marilyn? Manson I watched done? him once stick a water bottle up his ass during a performance. Come to find out, he didn't. <laughs> take a rib out to suck his own dick. He yeah, on his own. he's in a lot of trouble right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I guess one of his ex-girlfriends is. Yeah. Oh no. All, all it's bad. Uh oh. I won't even get into it. No reason to nope, be a no Debbie reason Downer. To, no, no reason to poop on the parade. That's right. No reason to poop on stage. Yep. <laughs> but Marilyn Manson, he would iron a Nazi flag and urinate it on the crowd while on stage. Yeah, he's. Uh, Jim anyway. Morrison, like we said, got arrested yeah. for whipping out his little dingling. Hey man, you know. Lady Gaga. This is the one Lady where I was, I, was staying, I was looking at, and I said, I want to get your opinion on this. Got a person to puke green milk on her during a performance. That nasty bitch. This is Bradley Cooper made a hit movie that was the second or third like, installment of A Star is Born. Yeah, and I watched her in American Horror Story, and, and that throwing up thing, just nasty. that's nasty. That's nasty. The over-the-top singer is known for her avant-garde fashion sense. Like I remember for a long time I thought she had a penis. I ain't gonna lie. You you, you believe that, too? That I did. She was a I thought, that was before the rumor. I just thought she she looked like somebody who used to be, but I was wrong. Whatever. And for pushing the boundaries from more ways of one, during a show at one of her SXSW concerts... She was performing a song called Swine, and true to its name, got a fellow artiste to throw up something green and nasty on her. Sure, that's, yeah, an artist. All in the name of art. She could have got a drunk for free to do it out in the fucking <laughs> goddamn alley outside. Miley Cyrus pretended to have sex with a blow-up doll on stage. Pretended? I'm honestly surprised that that even made a list. 
I think she did. See now, <laughs> if she had a horse on stage with her, that would that would have gotten that, me. That I her daddy like, and little Nas wow. X brought out. Wow. <laughs> if she came out going riding towards the old town road. <laughs> um, Digital Suicide got banned from a pub thanks to their fairy lyrics. What? Yeah, I guess. It didn't, nah, I don't... Like, an Irish pub for making, like, literal fairy yeah. lyrics? Or, like, gay fairy? I think gay, gay. Oh, yes, okay. Not, like, fairy. I thought fairy. they were, like, you fairy. know... That's, that's, you know, I guess the term, not their fairy lyrics. Okay, okay. All right, that makes more sense. Yep. I, 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 I in my mind, I was like, oh, okay. All right. Whatever. Sure, that's a little lowbrow yeah. for this, but sure. This one, it doesn't sound terrible, but I was like, man, Bjork is fucking ballsy. So Bjork I can't say no supported no freedom for Tibet while performing in Sing- in Shanghai. Oh yeah! Wow! Yeah, yeah. that takes a set of gonies. <laughs> and I respect. Yo, her if you've more. ever seen her video, I can't. I wish I could remember the name of the song, but where it's like her finding a book about a song that she's writing about herself. I probably have. It's 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 trippy as shit. I'm, on the trippiest goddamn her, videos. All of her videos are trippy, to be honest. Jimi Hendrix lighting his guitar on fire. That was that was crazy in 1967. That was crazy in 1967. 1967, that's that nuts. That was like the Who busting up their equipment on stage. Yeah, I was you know, gonna like, say, it's like, that's nuts in 1967. Yeah, that, that's like the Who going crazy in... Pussy Riot. I don't... Not, not, not a... I don't know much about the Pussy Riot. I am not familiar with the Pussy Riot. <laughs> yeah. But they performed explicit punk lyrics gigs inside a cathedral. Which... That's- that's dope. That's Being metal. that they allowed that's metal a group right called there. Pussy Riot yeah. to perform in a cathedral, that's that's pretty shame punk. on them. That's pretty punk rock. Though. Yeah, that I'm is pretty it. punk rock. <laughs> and uh, fourteen, the Rolling Stones, uh, notoriously, notorious, notoriously, 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 notoriously big. They were uh, for their wild and sexual charged yes. live shows of the sixties. They were. Mick Jagger just come out there with his lips all puckered and his ass all puckered. Fucking walking like he had to take a shit. Fucking great. They were just having big old group sex. Fucking <laughs> big old group sex. They were having fucking group sexes in the stage. Right up on stage. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Keith Richards died like 30 years ago. His brain just hasn't told him yet. He's a fucking zombie. Oh, so that's a little fun list of uh, great, new musicians. That is great. And Gee, what's my your last, last song? song. How could we not talk about the Snoop D-I-double-G? Oh, the Dizzle. Who put Long Beach on the map. He did. Him and his LBC. Group. Him and his group. Two Large black roosters. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, my friends and I featuring Grizz and Prop Cause. I don't. I think Grizz is from California too, but I I, I did not look it up, so I wasn't gonna That's mention. I got my squad on deck. Yeah, yeah, that's who I rep. We zip that tight, we fresh. Post up with all my friends. This, 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 that next. Part two, we're feeling blessed. Just cash out all my checks. Act like you're not impressed. Yeah, whatever. Monster keeping it little rony. Got cheese like macaroni. Second my ch- ch- shut up, shut up, shut up. I don't stress, cause I just clear my head. That meditation flex. My glow up effortless. You know, you know, you know. My friends and I get down, and we don't play around. My DJ got that sound. Bounce, 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 bounce. My friends and I get down, and we don't play around. My DJ got that sound. Bounce, 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 bounce. My 
I don't either. Don't know. We might have to find that one out. <laughs> if there isn't even a part uh, one. But California's given us a lot. It has. They Dr. give Dre. us the movies. They give us the, the, the West Coast sound. Mm. Poop. The Tupacs. But you know what? He was from the East Coast. So They, they give us Los Angeles. They you did. know, it was wild out there. Hollywood! And, you know, I think if I was uh, in the, the early 1900s, I think I would have been one of those people that had tried to... Tried to, yeah, I don't know if I would have been the uh, 49er, mm. you know, but I definitely would have think that I would have tried to make my way out west, you know, I, I think to get I, me a bit of that American dream. I, I always wanted to be alive during the early days of Hollywood, like silent movie area going into the, the sound era. That was like the best fucking, because everything was new. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, <laughs> it, it was still the Wild West Literally. until the 60s, man. Yeah. It, like, I think by the 70s it started becoming... Uh, you know, 
cocaine-filled uh, <laughs> nightmare fuel. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hoping that the uh, next big wildfire comes and crinkles the ground so much it just falls into the ocean. <laughs> Earthquakes. Just, you know, just take it out there, man. <laughs> it's all, no, I can't say that. There's probably a lot of nice people in California. They don't deserve to lose their homes. And they're all beautiful. They just are. like you. Just like every one of you. And that's all I've got to say about that. And thank you for coming to our neighborhood today, boys We've and girls. We've wasted enough time of your day. Get yeah. outside. It's pretty out there. It is pretty. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go celebrate the rest of my birthday with my children. And then later on, I'm going to cook strombolis. Strombolis! And, and Zane and Elizabeth are going to come over. And I'm assuming they're going to bring... The little ones with them? No, oh, I, I believe so. And and, and we're gonna we're gonna go out and take them for a hike now. Oh, that's awesome! It's either that or I was gonna take Petra to the lake, and I was going to, uh, yeah, make her very unhappy by putting her <laughs> in a jump boat her with in me. The, put her in the boat, right? And we were going to go out on that lake, but see what the see what Elizabeth has to yeah. has to do with this, and I'm sure I think she'd rather go for the hike though. Which sure a beautiful would. day for it. Yeah. So uh, we'll see you guys all next week, and. Uh, Next week, um, I ain't gonna tell you, you just have to tune in because you don't know exactly. <laughs> you